Hello again, it's Craig, and welcome to another episode of AADA. This is episode 206, and I've called this episode My First Design Job. I'm going to go back some 12 years or whatever it was to my first design design job design job design job i wrote an answer on um, on cara recently that i thought would make a good podcast episode and that's where we're at today i thought i'd talk about my first design job somebody asked this question on cara i answered it and the question i answered was what was your first graphic designer job like And I thought it'd make an interesting podcast too, so here we are today and this is what I'm talking about. So let's go all the way back to when I was 18. I'm now, I'm now nearly, nearly 30. I'm now nearly 30 and I'm nearly out of my 20s. So this was was when I was 18 and I'd only been learning how to be a designer for a year. And I saw this opportunity for a job pop up. Uh, It was in Leeds. I live in Barnsley. Leeds is... A fair, bit of, a fair bit away from where I live. It's about 25 miles or something, but it's not ridiculous. But I knew that I wanted to be a designer and I knew that I needed to get some experience. So I thought I'd go and get some experience of the interviewing process, first of all, before anything else. So I randomly decided to apply for this job. And I went to the interview and I turned up with a portfolio full of work that I'd invented. So there was barely any real work in there. In fact, If I think back, there was zero real work in there because at the time, as I said, I'd only been doing this for a year. I had no formal client work. All I had was college work, actual work that I'd done on my course and some stuff that I'd invented. I think I remember showing some of my uh, design, uh, some of my business card ideas for myself that I'd recently got printed. I can't remember why I got some business cards printed, but anyway, I did, and I put them in my portfolio. So I turned up to this interview very green and very not not expecting the entire situation, and I turned up and I had a meeting with the MD of the company at the time, and this was a company that was turning over a fair amount of money, And none of that really hit me until I walked through the doors and saw their nice offices. And then I thought, what have I got myself in for here? What have I done? And I went upstairs. It was time for my interview. I sat down and showed them my work, talked about my rationale for this work. And even back then, even though I'd only been doing this a little bit, I kind of had a bit of a gift of the gab. And I I found out that I was fairly decent at making it look like I knew what I was talking about. And I never expected to get this job. I never expected to get it. I went there for the interview experience and I'd not tried for any other jobs. I only went for it because one of my friends told me about it at the time. And I went for the job and I ended up getting the damn job. I never expected it because I had no experience. But I got the job and I started the job. And then the day that I started the job, in fact, when I started the job, First of all, I realised how difficult the transport situation was going to be because I lived in Barnsley, this was in Leeds. It meant that I had to get up at something ridiculous like 6am on a morning, get a bus from where I lived to another location. From that location, I had to get my first train to another location and then then I had to get another train to another location. So I had to get two trains and a bus every morning and every evening for this job. Luckily, I was only part-time, so it wasn't so bad, but there were still long days. We're talking about 13-hour days or something. But at the time, I was eager. I needed the experience, and I needed to know how this whole worked as a professional job. So I ended up getting my first professional design job when I was just 18, very green, and not knowing much about the entire job that I did. So the first day that I turned up, 
I struggle to deal with things. I, I'd never been in a situation of being a professional designer. I'd never been paid to be a designer. And the first day I turned up, I quickly realised that I didn't know as much as I thought I did. And I struggled with it. I struggled to deal with criticism. That was the biggest thing I struggled to deal with. Um, I got, I, I mainly worked directly with the managing director of the company, the head honcho of the company. I mainly worked directly with him. So I'd produce designs on his request and on his briefs. And then I'd show them to him and he'd either, either not like them or he'd like them. And more often than not, I found that I clashed with him and I've not clashed in a, in a kind of a personality way because I, I didn't, I didn't really have the confidence to do that kind of thing then anyway, but I clashed in terms of my ideas weren't what he wanted to see. And at the time I really struggled with that. I struggled with the criticism of him telling me he didn't like what I produced. And it made me really upset some days when I was there. It made me really upset and it felt like that it was, a personal attack on me a lot of the time, even though it wasn't, but you only learn that with experience. This was my first job. This was the first week of my job. And I, I didn't realise this kind of thing that much at first. You, you realise this as you go along as a designer that when somebody is criticising your work, they're very rarely criticising you personally. They're just criticising the work because they don't like it. And it took me a while to work that one out. And I also struggled with how to improve things. I struggled with the understanding necessary to learn how to improve my designs. So if I got told that something wasn't quite right, I didn't know how to go away and fix it. And this comes with experience as well. This was my first design job and these are the things you always see from young designers. They don't understand fully how to improve a piece of design work that they're working on. And I suffered from it as well. I wasn't superhuman, I was just a guy. And I used to turn up to my job and because the, the work was put out, because the work was put out to the MD who then criticised it, I got that work back and I felt personally hurt by those situations. If I would have had a bit more experience, the job would have never been passed to him in the first place like that. I would have critically analysed my own work, realised it wasn't good enough and made the necessary improvements. But I was a young designer, I didn't know this thing. I didn't know how to do that. So I was passing the work to him, he criticised it, I didn't like being criticised, it made me feel upset. And then I didn't know how to fix it. So it was quite... For the first couple of months, it was quite difficult. And now looking back, when I was 18, I can analyse it and say I wasn't a very good designer. And what made it doubly difficult is that I was the only designer in the company, in the entire company. So all the design work in that company and some of the side projects as well that the MD asked me to look at, all of that stuff was down to me, which was a big pressure for a guy working part-time in his first ever in-house design job with one year of design experience. But after a couple of months, I started to get a hang of some of this. I started to improve my design work. And obviously at the same time, I was still studying design on my course. So it was the best experience I'd ever had in that instance because I found that I was improving as a designer and as a person really doubly quickly than what I would have done without one of those experiences. So if I would have just had a job, I wouldn't have been of improving just as fast as having both of the things at the same time. So they both worked well together, really well in fact. And after that year, I'd improved 
insanely as a designer and as a person and as as and as a job in as a professional designer as well i'd improved immensely and i wouldn't change the experience for anything but i had to learn everything and do everything myself because there was no one else in the business who could teach me anything about design and it goes without saying this was a hard situation that i found myself in I still remember when I first started in the first two weeks, I had to learn ActionScript back when people made Flash websites. I had to learn ActionScript in two weeks and I'd never touched ActionScript. I didn't know, I'd never made a Flash thing in my life and I had to learn it in two weeks because I was getting paid. And I did and I pulled something out of the bag and it was actually pretty good, but I had to go away and learn it. And those are the kinds of experiences you don't get in education, you only get in a job. So the whole experience was amazing. I stayed there for about a year and it was a year whilst I was studying at the same time. So it was really useful to me. And I can't stress enough how important those kind of difficult situations are for a young designer. It shaped everything I did going into my career after that. And it made, it made me improve at such a quicker rate than my other colleagues on my course to the point where at the end of it, really, I was, I was much further ahead than most of the other people on the course because I'd had that professional experience and effectively I was a professional designer and if you've got the opportunity to go get a job and you're a young designer and you don't think you've got enough experience, just go for the damn job, just go for the job. If you don't get it, you've had some experience at an interview process and if you do get it, that's amazing because you've got the opportunity to find out so much more about your chosen career and to improve so quickly. That was episode 206 and you can find the show notes about this episode at askadesigneranything.com forward slash EP206. I'm back tomorrow with another episode just like this one and I hope you join me then and thank you so much for listening as always and I'll see you soon.